y'all. Welcome to the Nuga Bell podcast, all about stories of the South, straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and join us. We're so glad you're here. I am live here on Instagram. It is Sunday, December 30th while I'm recording this and it will be 2019 when this goes live. So for that sake, I'll say happy 2019, y'all. Uh, 2018 was quite a year, but I'm super pumped for 2019 and to see what all that will bring. Uh, so tonight I'm going to do a little Q&A, ask me anything. Ooh, who's jumping on? Hi, Russell. Hi. Ooh. Charlie's. Yay, I've got people tuning in. Oh, this is so cool. Yeah, so if you're jumping in on Instagram live, um, wave at me or send me a little message or something just so I can say hi and shout you out while you're online. This is super fun. All right, so tonight I'm going to do a little Q&A, ask me anything. Um, I've got some questions that I've collected from some other people on previous posts, but if you have a question or you think of something while I'm live, um, drop it in the chat as a comment or however Instagram Live works, and I'll do my best to pay attention and answer as much as I can. Uh, tonight, I'm sipping on a nice little cup of tea. This is the Bumblebee White Tea from Positivity. So shout out to Positivity, uh, one of my favorite local brands here in Chattanooga. Um, I love the bumblebee white. It's nice and light and it is very, very low caffeine. So it's not going to keep me hyped up until midnight tonight. Oh, hey, Shelly. <laughs> What's up? Shelly's been on the podcast a couple of times. Um, so for those of you who may not know me, uh, my name is Kate Robertson. I am a Southern food and lifestyle blogger and also the host of the Nougabelle podcast. I've been blogging for a little over seven years. It started as one of those things that I did in college just for my family and friends to kind of keep up with what I was doing and evolved into something much greater. And these days I blog about Southern food and lifestyle, Southern culture, uh, what I love most about Chattanooga, uh, travel, anything Southern really, and my musings on it. I'll talk a little bit more about this later, but the podcast will be a year old in February. That's super exciting. I'll have to do something special for that. Um, yeah, I'll talk more about how the podcast came to life in a little bit because that was one of the questions I got for the AMA. Um, again, if you have a question that comes up while I'm broadcasting and doing this, uh, drop it in a comment in the chat or whatever in the live and I'll try to answer it for you. All right, so let's jump into some of these questions I've already got here. Uh, from Jill, what do you love most about blogging and podcasting? Uh, so I'll start with blogging. Um, I'm a writer by nature. Um, I've been writing for as long as I can remember. So a blog just seemed like a very natural thing for me to start. Um, like I said earlier, I started my blog as a way for my family and friends to keep up with what I was doing while I was at college. And like I said, I'm a writer by nature, so that just seemed like the best way for me to do it. And it forced me to practice my writing a lot more and just to get better and get that repetition in. It's really just like a great creative outlet. I've learned so much from blogging 
And I keep learning more. Blogging is one of those things that, like, you never stop learning. Like, even the experts uh, say they learn something new every day. Um, right now, I'm really learning a lot about photography and food photography because I've been doing a lot more recipes. And, yeah, recipes are super fun and require a lot of really pretty pictures. So, yeah, I think my favorite thing about blogging, to answer your question specifically, Jill, I think what I love most about it is just the creativity it allows me. Um, I've learned so much. I get to try a whole bunch of new things and it's just a test of my creativity in so many ways. As for podcasting, one of the things I love most about podcasting is the fact that it was something I never, ever, ever saw myself doing. I was a writer for so long, like <laughs> going way back, I thought I wanted to go into broadcast journalism and wanted to be a news person. And then I realized that I hated, hated being on camera, which is ironic considering I'm doing this on Instagram live in front of all y'all right now. Um, yeah, I wanted to be a broadcast journalist. Like what the heck was I thinking? Um, then I realized that I didn't really enjoy being on camera or listening to myself. Uh, as much as I thought I did, again, ironically enough. Um, so I switched and went more the like backside and I did PR in college. Um, I work in advertising now, so I get a little bit of the PR worked into advertising. Oh, hey, Jill, <laughs> what's up? You just joined. Anyway, so yeah, I thought I was going to go into broadcast and then I changed to PR and I did PR and creative writing in college. Um, I kept the blog up all throughout the time and then uh, kind of transitioning into how I started a podcast, who I believe the wonderful Maggie Tate uh, asked, how did you start a podcast? It was about a year ago here in Chattanooga and I became friends with some people who were also doing podcasts. I did a couple of projects with them and they were like, you're really good at this. You should consider starting a podcast. And I pretty much laughed in their faces. I was like, uh, no, I'm a writer for a reason. I really don't think I'm cut out for it. And they were like, uh, no, you totally are. Don't laugh it off. You should totally do it. And I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. I'll think about it. Well, I kept thinking about it, did a couple more projects with my podcasting friends. And I was like, I kind of do enjoy this. Like, maybe I really should do something with this. And I started thinking like, well, if I did a podcast, what the heck would I do it about? And I kind of started tossing the idea around a little bit in my head. And some of my friends were like, oh, so if you start a podcast, how many recipes am I gonna get out of this? And I kind of laughed, but I really didn't think a podcast was the best medium for sharing recipes because recipes are so visual. And I didn't want to just sit here and like regurgitate recipes to y'all. So I was like, all right, I really love Southern storytelling and listening to people tell their stories. So maybe that's something I can intertwine into this podcast that I may or may not start. So I started thinking around it and then I got a little overzealous in conversation with someone one day and was like, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast in 2018. And then I was like, well, shit, I said it. So now I have to do it. So that's how I started a podcast. Um, I laugh and it's kind of funny to look back on it, but starting a podcast has been one of the best things I've ever done for myself. It was a true test of my abilities and my capabilities of learning new skills kind of on the fly. I had zero experience in recording or editing audio or anything like that. 
and I mean, here I am. I'm almost 40 episodes in, and like I said, I just keep learning new things. Um, it's been a labor of love, but a labor of love that I'm very, very glad I have in my life, and I'm thankful for the people who pushed me and inspired me to do it. Um, so thanks to y'all if you're listening to this or watching this. Cheers to you. Who else have I got here? Jill, Shelly, Russell, are you still there? Think so. Oh, y'all, this is fun. I've never done an Instagram live before. It's like I'm talking to y'all, but like, y'all only hear me. Um, all right, going back to my questions here. Have you gotten into the Enneagram test? I'm obsessed with it. That is from my friend, Lynn. Russell, I see your question. I'll get to you after this. Um, so yes, Lynn, uh, I have gotten into the Enneagram personality test. I'm also obsessed. Um, I got into personality test a lot a few months ago. I uh, went through a little bit of a breakup and was just kind of like processing like how I was processing everything. And I had heard people talking about the Enneagram and I was like, you know, I think I know what that is, but I don't really know. So I researched it, I found a free version online and I took it and I have learned so much about myself through the Enneagram personality test that it has just opened my eyes to so much and it's taught me about how I process everything from breakups to tough days at work to like challenges with friends and family. It's so eye-opening and enlightening, and I'm really, really glad that I took the deep dive into it. Um, if you're wondering, I am a type two wing one, so shout out my fellow helpers out there. Um, yeah, if you really want to do a deep dive into personality test, I highly recommend the Enneagram. It's super enlightening. Um, I've done the Myers-Briggs as well. I'm an INTJ, um, and finding the similarities between my INTJ and two wing one has been really, really interesting too, just to kind of see how they overlap a little bit. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend looking into the Enneagram and finding a free version to take the test yourself. Uh, there are also some really great, um, oh, hey, Stephanie, how are you? Awesome, I'm so glad you joined. Who else? Hey, y'all. I'm talking about the Enneagram personality test right now. Oh yay, this is so much fun. Okay, um, I have a feeling that's something I wanted to say a lot tonight. Um, but yeah, there are a couple of Instagram accounts about the Enneagram. Uh, a couple of them are more like meme heavy, so they kind of make jokes a lot, but um, XO Enneagram is really good. Uh, Enneagrams and coffee. Your Enneagram coach is another really good one. And I know there are a couple others that I follow. Oh, Actual Enneagram is also really good. So I will tag all those in my stories or something so all y'all can see them and check them out and hopefully enjoy them as much as I do. Uh, so Russell, you asked a little bit, what has been your favorite episode so far? Well, I feel bad playing favorites here because I really do love all of my episodes and the people that I talk to. Um, I have to say one of... The first ones that comes to mind is episode 20 with Eric and Amanda Neal, who are two uh, restaurateurs here in Chattanooga. Eric is also a chef. He's been uh, nominated for the James Beard Award. They have two restaurants here in Chattanooga, Easy Bistro and Main Street Meats. 
and they are also the masterminds behind the Scenic City Supper Club. And getting a chance to sit down and talk with them and just learn about their backgrounds and how they came from where they lived and grew up back to Chattanooga and like the journey they've been on it was super, super interesting. Um, absolutely loved getting to talk to them. They're two of the nicest people I've met in Chattanooga. Another favorite episode was when my friends and I went out to dinner to this Middle Eastern restaurant that recently opened in Chattanooga. Um, I took my little mobile recorder and I recorded our dinner of me eating shawarma for the first time. Uh, so you can go check that out. Let's see, episode 33 that I did here uh, a few weeks ago with Brian Lindsay. We mixed up a few cocktails, which was super fun. Um, you can go listen to that and get the cocktail episodes. <laughs> Shelly knows, pinkies up. Yeah, that's a great question, Russell. Um, yeah, it's really hard to pick a favorite episode, and I know there's some that I've done that I'm just completely blanking on right now. But yeah, I, yeah, all these episodes are just great. I can't really pick one. Um, let's see. How did you name your cat? I believe this was also a Maggie Tate question. Hey, Maggie, I saw that you joined. Um, so my cat's also named Maggie. Uh, it is short for Magnolia. She is a little gray fluff ball. She's currently asleep on the floor next to my table where I'm recording this right now. Yeah, so Maggie is short for Magnolia. I had the name picked out long before I actually adopted my cat. Um, I really just wanted something really Southern. Whatever kind of pet I got after I finished school, I had kind of a short list of names. I had Mason picked out, I had Dixie or Dixon if it was a boy for, you know, Mason Dixon line. Um, but magnolias are one of my favorite flowers and I didn't really want to call my animal magnolia, so I shortened it to Maggie. And she has just been an absolute blessing to me. She knows when I need some TLC. She'll just jump in my lap and start purring and just calm me down right, right there. And I'm obsessed with my cat and I'm not sorry about it. She's the best. If you've seen her, you know. Um, another question I have, what is your favorite food? So this is a totally loaded question for a food blogger and a Southern Belle like myself. But the first one that comes to mind is absolutely mac and cheese. Like mac and cheese is its own food group in my diet. I eat mac and cheese more than I care to admit. I've got my recipe down pat. I never put less than three cheeses in it. If you're wondering, my go-tos are white cheddar, smoked Gouda, and Fontina, and it has to be smoked Gouda. That is my key, smoked Gouda. It makes a world of difference. It takes your mac and cheese out like three notches. So yeah, I'd have to say mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, I was super, super, super picky. I'm still super picky. But yeah, as a kid, I ate a lot of chicken tenders, french fries, and mac and cheese. Not always together, but sometimes together. Um, I have family friends who, to this day, kind of make fun of me for how much I ate chicken fingers, mac and cheese, and french fries, and how it's amazing that I've turned into a little food blogger who's gotten more adventurous, but... Hey, you know, it happens. So yeah, I'd have to say mac and cheese. Um, other things I really enjoy, I'm a North Carolina girl at heart. So I love me some smoked pork barbecue. I actually have some in my freezer from when my family and I went out for barbecue when I was in North Carolina for Christmas. I had to come home with some barbecue. 
Tennessee barbecue is just not the same. I'm sorry, actually, I'm not sorry. But I've got my nice little supply of pulled pork barbecue in my freezer right now. I eat a lot of fruit. Um, I eat berries and apples almost every single day, actually every single day. Um, what else do I really like? Who else has hopped on? Oh, hi, Caroline. Hello. Fun fact, Caroline and I have known each other since preschool and the joys of social media has kept us in touch for the last however many years since we've reconnected. And she actually came up to Chattanooga, um, a year or so ago for Worn Over Water. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, mac and cheese, pulled pork barbecue, fruit. Um, I also have an insatiable sweet tooth. I made cake balls earlier today, which are going to be a nice little New Year's treat. Um, I bake more than I care to admit, but I love it. And most of my recipes end up on my blog at some point or another. So yeah. What is your favorite sushi place in Chattanooga is another question I have on here. So... I'm actually not a huge sushi fan. I actually don't really like seafood all that much, except for fried calamari. So yeah, sushi's not really my thing. It just kind of grosses me out. But I have heard that in Chattanooga, um, Toto and Sushi Nabe, both on the North Shore, I've heard both of those have very good sushi. So I will leave that up to y'all. Y'all can go to those two places and tell me which one's better because I will not be going. <laughs> All right, Russell, what you got for me? Let's start a fight. The best barbecue is made in uh, Eastern North Carolina. No questions, Eastern North Carolina. Shelly says Sushi Nabe is the best. So if you're in Chattanooga and you want good sushi, go to Sushi Nabe apparently. All right. Um, what are your favorite other podcasts to listen to? Um, right now my favorite podcast is called Potluck. It is based out of Franklin, Tennessee. It is part of the Made South podcast network. Uh, Potluck is hosted by these two guys, Chris and Will, who are buddies, and they just sit down, drink some old fashions, and talk about Southern culture, and it is far and away one of my favorite podcasts that I'm listening to right now. Uh, the last Friday of every month, they do Old Fashioned Friday in which they drink old fashions and answer listener questions. And I aspire to be half as awesome as they are. And Chris and Will, if you listen to this, I love y'all and I would love to meet y'all someday. So if you're in Chattanooga, holler at me and we'll get together over some old fashions because I love a good old fashioned just as much. Um, outside of Potluck, um, I also really love Southern Spirits podcast, which is based out of Alabama. Um, Mitch and Leah Lawrence host that. It is uh, Southern Spirits, kind of a double entendre there. They drink and tell ghost stories. So that's really awesome. Um, gotta shout out Jacqueline and Jackie from the Millennial Homemakers. Jacqueline is actually one of my friends here in Chattanooga. And Jackie is her childhood best friend. Yeah, so they do the Millennial Homemakers podcast um, all about homes, hostessing, and everything else. They are fantabulous. Um, and I think my favorite like big podcast is called An Acquired Taste. And it's part of the iHeartRadio podcast network. It's hosted by these two ladies, Bethany and Kathleen. And they just talk about whatever they want to talk about. And each episode is just like hanging out with your two best friends. So... If you're looking for some new podcasts to listen to, I would check out Potluck, 
Southern Spirits, The Millennial Homemakers, and An Acquired Taste. Those are the ones that I really love, and those are usually the first ones that I go to when I'm looking for a podcast to listen to, too. <laughs> Russell, you sent me this question a few days ago when I posted about it, so I'm going to answer it. Favorite Southern saying and or tradition? Another loaded question we've got here. So, favorite Southern saying, I've got a lot of them, but ones that I use the most, I would have to say fixin' to. I say that more than I care to admit. Um, my mom always kind, kind of gives me a hard time when I do use it because she's like, you were an English major, you should talk better and talk like you were an English major and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm also a Southern girl, so fixin' to is in my vocabulary. Um, one that I've been using lately um, that kind of makes people laugh or chuckle or turn their heads. I don't know. Sometimes they're just confused. But when someone's being extra grouchy, I'll look at them and say, who's spitting your grits this morning? Grits is another fun conversation topic. I could talk about grits all day. I got stories about that. But yeah, I would say fixin' to and who's spitting your grits. Those are the ones that I use most frequently. Um, favorite Southern traditions. Oh man. Um, one that I've been thinking about a lot lately is the act of taking new neighbors food. Food is my love language. I use that as my way to communicate with people, whether it's welcoming someone new to the neighborhood or to the office or making cinnamon rolls for someone's birthday at work or whatever reason. If there's something I want to communicate, I usually do it with food. So one of the most Southern ways of doing that is taking a nice casserole or a plate of cookies to a new neighbor or someone who's just going through a hard time. Nothing says I'm here for you like a nice warm dish of mac and cheese. So I'd say that's probably one of my favorite Southern traditions. What else do I have on here? And for the new people who have joined, hello to y'all. Um, as you're listening, if you think of other questions you'd like for me to ask, please drop them in the chat or the comments or whatever they are, and I'll get to it and I'll answer it too. And by the way, I am recording this and it will be cut down and edited into a podcast episode that will go live in a few days. So if you didn't catch the whole thing, have no fear. I will be posting this in a couple days as a bonus episode. All right. Um, so my cousin Alexis sent me this question a few days ago. What are the biggest differences among all the places you have lived? So if you don't know, um, I'm originally from North Carolina, hence all the love for barbecue. I grew up in Atlanta. I've moved back and forth between Atlanta and Philadelphia three times. I went to college in Virginia, go Hokies. Uh, I got my master's at Elon University back in North Carolina, and I moved to Chattanooga uh, right after grad school, and I've lived here for a little over three years. So I've lived up and down the eastern seaboard. Um, so Alexis's question, what are the biggest differences among all the places you've lived? I would say the biggest difference is the people. Um, not just like the friends that I've made or anything like that, but like just the people I went to school with and just the personalities of the different communities. Like I remember very specifically having a really hard time making friends at my high school in Pennsylvania. Um, I moved between eighth and ninth grade. I left like a really strong core group of friends in Atlanta 
and moved up to Pennsylvania where I literally knew no one and I was moving to a school district where these people had been going to school together since kindergarten. Um, it was just really tough. Um, it was kind of a smaller community. Yeah, at least compared to what I knew in Metro Atlanta. Um, I was going from a middle school of 1800 and the high school I would have gone to had like 3300 at the time to a high school that was smaller than my middle school. So for me, that was a big change. Just that environment of going from like a metro area to not a metro area. And I remember like a lot of people that I went to school with didn't really know what to do with a little Southern girl like me. So I'd say that was probably the biggest difference between like Atlanta and Philly. Speaking more towards like this uh, places below the Mason-Dixon line that I've lived. Um, I see the food. I mean, there's Southern food is Southern food, but there's still like very regional differences. Like I touched on the difference between North Carolina barbecue and Tennessee barbecue earlier. North Carolina barbecue is supreme and it always will be. And again, just like the different communities, um, Chattanooga is not, Chattanooga is still a city, but it is a small city. And I've heard people describe it as the biggest small town they've ever lived in or experienced. And that's pretty true. I mean, it has a pretty small town feel, but it's a mid-sized Southern city. It has everything a big city has just with like a quarter as many people. So as someone who grew up in Metro Atlanta, I get that big city feeling. Well, not big city feeling, but I get the city feeling without having to deal with the traffic that Atlanta has or that Nashville has. So yeah, I think that would, what I would say would be the biggest differences among the places I've lived. Just the environments, um, the people, the food, um, and just way of life. Chattanooga is like a very slow pace of life compared to what I experienced when I lived in Atlanta, even when I was only in middle school. When I was applying for jobs in grad school, I actually wanted to go back to Atlanta because I still had friends down there and a pretty solid network. Um, and then I got an incredible opportunity at my job here in Chattanooga that I've been at since I moved to Chattanooga. And I remember like driving down to Atlanta after I'd been living in Chattanooga for, I don't know, two or three months. And I was driving down thinking like, yeah, I could still see myself like moving back down to Atlanta one day, you know, two or three years down the road. Then I got stuck in traffic on 285 and was like, nope, I, I don't have to deal with this in Chattanooga and I really don't want to deal with it. So I'm happy where I am. Um, what else do I have on here? Last one I have written down here is who is your role model? Um, this is not a question I was expecting, nor did I really prepare for this one. Um, I'm going to be super cheesy and say my parents. They are just absolutely incredible. They're super hardworking. They are the definition of a happy, healthy marriage. Um, yeah. I have to say my parents, outside of them, if we're going for like something outside of that, I don't know. I'd probably say Julie Andrews just because I love her. She's so poised. She's done so much. She's so talented. I love every character she's ever played, especially Maria Von Trapp. Um, who else do I really love? I'm sure I could think of something else or someone else, but... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go and say with my parents, they're just, they're just wonderful people. Um, yeah, that's all I got.
this has been fun, y'all. Um, anyone else who's tuned in have any more questions? If not, you can feel free to DM me or follow me, message me, whatever. Send me questions. I would love to do more of these. Um, so yeah, just send me any questions y'all have. I'll try to make these AMAs uh, regular uh, so we can talk more and I can get to know y'all and y'all can get to know me. Before I close off, this is my jar that I do on every episode, well, on every normal episode. Um, I just put some fresh questions in it today and I still need a couple more. I'm always collecting questions for the jar. So if you have a question you'd like for me to add to this that you would like to hear me and my guest potentially talk about, uh, DM me or leave me a comment on one of my posts and I'll add it to the jar. All right, y'all. This has been super fun. Thank you to everyone who tuned in and who sent me a question. Like I said, I really want to make these a little bit more regular. Maybe I'll do them once a month in 2019. Um, and it will be 2019 when this goes live. So happy new year. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much for following and listening along tonight and for as long as I've been doing this. Here's to a really great 2019 and cheers to y'all. Have a good night and I'll catch y'all on the next one.